0: Hello, Steve. You, you there? Steve, hey, what's Steve, up, Steve? Hey, Steve. Did you hear the news? Yeah, it's really kind of crazy, After isn't it? After years of wowing people with my impression of Jim Henson's Kermit the Frog, I have now finally mastered my impression of Steve Whitmire's
1: Kermit. Now I'm all up to date. It's great. Well, about that, JD, you uh, you may want to sit down.
2: Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody, it's time for Muppet Fans Talking with J.D. and Steve!
3: Hello and welcome to Muppet Fans Talking. Join us as Jim
0: Henson fans from around the globe come together with commentary on the news and productions of The Jim Henson Company, Sesame Workshop, Muppets Studio, and beyond. Now here's your host, or at least he's one of them, J.G. Hensel! That guy gets everything! He, how does he land every freaking recast? I mean, come on, Matt, leave some room, will ya? Good And and see, here's the thing. Okay, let's let's do the intro first. Hi everybody, I'm J.D. Hansel of MuppetHub.com and joining me is Steve Swanson of MuppetCast.com. This is Muppet Fans Talking Episode Two. It's pretty much Let's Talk Muppets, but not. Email us or don't or whatever. And now it's time for the news. The first big story today is that Steve Whitmire is done working for Disney, so they gave the role of Kermit the Frog to Matt Vogel instead of me. That's the news. And see, here's the thing. I love Matt Vogel's work, but there's a line. There is a point at which a man runs out of hands to put in puppets. He's just been cast as so many different iconic characters. He is now Kermit, Kermit's nephew Robin, as if it wasn't already weird enough that he plays Kermit's evil doppelganger Constantine, the Count, Floyd, Uncle Deadly, Camilla, Sweetums, New Zealand, Crazy Harry, Pops, and at this point, I'm going to say it Big Bird. I know we all like to think that Carol is the real performer of Big Bird and Matt is the understudy, but let's face it, Matt Vogel am Big Bird, and Carol Spinney and Noel McNeil am Big Bird's understudies. Let's be real here. Now, just think about that for a second. Kermit, the face of the Muppets Studio, and Big Bird, the face of Sesame Workshop, the character once known as Muppets West, Big Bird, and Kermit the Frog are now the same guy. That's really freaking weird. We've never we've never seen anything like this before. And when you put this on top of the fact that Matt Vogel also plays the host of Below the Frame, it becomes clear that he is now the host of all of Muppet fandom. It makes me want to panic. It makes me want to say this is some kind of crazy conspiracy as Matt Vogel slowly takes out the other Muppet performers and works his way up to performing all of the main Muppet characters like this is some kind of Muppet version of House of Cards. It makes me want to think that Muppets Most Wanted was actually uh, some sort of biopic about how Matt Vogel's really been replacing other Muppet performers just like Constantine, and maybe Carol Spinney would be performing Big Bird more often if he wasn't trapped in a gulag in Russia right now with a fake mole stuck to his face. It makes me want to think that Russia itself is a puppet government that's being puppeteered by none other than Matt Vogel. But the problem is, I can't think that because I love Matt too darn much. At the end of the day, Matt is just an amazingly likable guy. He's funny. He's friendly. He's dedicated. He's handsome. He's cool. He's, he's everything that we would want our leader to be, like an apolitical Barack Obama, which is what we all wanted to be when we grew up. We know Matt's a great performer who can capture the essence of a character wonderfully and then add to it and make it evolve in great and surprising directions. See, just consider the count. His voice for the Count doesn't really sound much like Jerry's voice for the Count, but it's rather hard to care about that when A, doing those voices that are less character-y and more natural is always extremely difficult, and B, he perfectly captures the Count's passion. Other people do impressions that may sound more accurate, but Matt can make you feel the fun and the chutzpah and the rapturous gusto in every number and thunderclap. It's true that I have some minor grievances with his Big Bird. I think his Big Bird needs a little more allergy medicine to clear up those sinuses and a little less Prozac maybe, but for a while I actually couldn't tell that Matt's Big Bird wasn't Carol. The performance in those Journey to Ernie segments was so good that I just thought Carol's voice had changed a lot. Now, just balance this out with Uncle Freaking Deadly, a character Vogel didn't just capture, but he transformed into someone more enjoyable than Jerry Freaking Nelson's version. And at that point, if you don't have a lot of confidence in what Vogel can do with Mr. The Frog, I just don't know what to tell you. What do you think, Steve? Hey, JD.
1: Yeah, Steve? Do you ever fear that you'll one day heed the call of the void? Every morning. I thought so. Every day. Yeah. Every
0: evening, calling me away. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. Oh, very quick, sir. Okay, but but you made some good points, though. And in fact, I, I had a little time to think about this earlier today. I, I think the same reasons... I, I think I, I like this decision for the same reasons you do, although I, I'm a little less panicky about it. I mean, Matt is an incredibly talented performer. He's the Muppet captain on Sesame Street. Um, he has... Uh, very handily, see what I did there. Handily taken over some classic characters like Big Bird and the Count and Floyd Pepper and Uncle Deadly, and and actually that goes into my second point. He's kind of the Muppet President already, um, and in fact now he's also a former Muppet President in Kermit the Frog. So he's two uh, presidents, and so may I just say that I hope he serves us well in retirement, um, and he's already like you mentioned every other Muppet character um I mean you you mentioned several you know he's Sweetums he's Camilla I don't know if you mentioned Camilla he's Pops I
0: definitely mentioned Camilla and Pops he's 80s robot I didn't mention the fact that he was a um, that that he was a Muppet president because can everyone still remember that one weird Muppet Madness tournament we did where Uncle Deadly became president
1: right there's well he's he's kind of the real president too um But he's a lot of different characters, and the list goes on and on. In fact, he's even other Muppeteers. Peter Lins, little known fact here, did you know Peter Lins is actually another Muppet performed by Matt Vogel? So all of this really really makes sense if you think about it. Yes, yes. So congratulations on your newest Conquest, Matt Vogel again. Um, May I just say I, I for one, welcome our new uh, puppeteer overlord. And uh, hope for the, uh, the very best. Are they making you say that? That sounded a little bit forced. No. No, they are not making me say that. Why would you ask that question, JD? Let's,
0: let's take a step back, read through this press release. I want to dissect all the information that we have here. So here is well everything that we have. Okay, here's what we know. Okay. Dun, da, 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 what we know. Steve Whitmire is no longer working with the Muppets. Matt Vogel will be the new performer for Kermit the Frog. We will be seeing Matt's first footage as Kermit in a Muppets Thought of the Week video next week. Anything beyond these statements is pure speculation. So that's what we get from Tough Pigs. Um, This story was reported, just so everyone knows, uh, by... It was a joint venture between um, uh, Tough Pigs and the Muppet Mindset. They did it together because this is a cool fandom where everyone gets along and apparently the cool people at the top get to hear straight from Disney and those of us at the bottom get to try to scramble to put a podcast together at last minute. <laughs> oh, so gosh. there you go. Um, so those are the three things. Steve Whitmire is no longer working with the Muppets. Matt Vogel will be the new performer of Kermit the Frog and we will be seeing Matt's first f- uh, footage as Kermit soon. So let's let's look at just this first one. Steve Whitmire is no longer working with the
1: Muppets. We don't know why. Yes, that is true. Oh, yeah, well, we, we, well, no, we we don't we don't know why. They didn't say why. We we um, don't know the nature of it, which is
0: weird. Like here's the thing. I, I don't think that's weird. I think okay, it, I it's, think it's, it's this not is not us being us again.
1: Yeah, no, you're it's, right. It's, it's, it's not that weird. It's us being us. Right. It's, it's Muppet fans used to getting to know a little bit more because we care about the performers and we've already ranted on all this. And so we know as much as what any other Hollywood transaction would comprise of, as far as this kind of announcement, a statement would have been nice. He didn't offer
0: that No, from Steve. If Steve Whitmire had released some kind of,
1: but see, there may be some kind of uh, agreement that prevents him from saying something. I'm just speculating here. I don't know of yeah, anything, that's, but that's true. But those I think kinds of things do happen. That's true. the uh, The Hollywood Reporter
0: said that um, he was unavailable for comment. Um, right. So very interesting. I mean, I don't know if he's he's just upset about the whole thing, and that's why he doesn't want to comment, or if there is an agreement. It's we have no way um, to know. We I here's the thing. We Muppet fans do like to have. I'm just going to keep saying that all night, aren't I? Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing.
1: (sighs) That's okay, that's the title of this episode if you look in iTunes.
0: Oh, well, (laughs) someday I'm going to learn to be a real podcaster. But anyway, for now, we are used to getting more information than this, or at least we like more information than this. I'm just really glad that Disney did tell us this because we were all starting to suspect it. We, we were, were all starting yes. to go,
1: where's Steve? Where's Steve? I'd what heard was it in January that we heard or we saw I that, heard that a rumor Both yours and my ears kinda of perked up and yeah. I, I heard a rumor
0: a, a few months ago that Steve was no longer with Disney. And that was weird. We couldn't get that confirmed. And then we noticed his absence in a bunch of video productions. That's we, right, yeah. He, yeah, for the Thanksgiving Day Parade, you don't hear Kermit's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you might actually hear a different Steve Wheatmeyer character in that, though. It's That was very strange. I don't understand what was going on with the Thanksgiving Day Parade thing. Do not ask me. I'm just happy that it existed. I'm not going to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. After that, here here's where I was really convinced that... Steve must have in some way shape or form at least taken a break when we got commercials within the past month or so um with Statler and Waldorf and Steve was not Statler that's right yeah yeah that uh, when i was listening to that i'm like something sounds is that Steve that is Peter oh my gosh it's peter
1: linz and um, which as we just found out is actually Matt Vogel. Matt Vogel, yes. Okay.
0: So, knowing this, I mean, it is a... See, here's the thing. I'm okay... With, <laughs> I said it again. I'm okay with the number of Muppets that Matt Vogel performs. I'm just concerned about the number of Muppet performers that Matt performs. That's all. Mm. yeah. That's all I'm saying. Because I could deal with Peter Linz and John Tartaglia. Once he starts going for the other guys, like Tyler Bunch, too, John Kennedy, that's just overkill. Sure, that's sure. Like, I, I agree. You should draw a line there. But I am glad that Disney did eventually tell us. I think that was a very nice and respectful thing. They didn't want rumors to get out of control either, so that was probably part of why we're getting this now. Um, and we're not just having to piece this together gradually until the video comes out. Right, but yeah. But let's, just for a quick little moment, I want to talk about Sesame Street.
1: Because Can I just have... say something real yes. quick? I'm, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish, but I'm just really glad that you're the ranty one this week. Well, yeah, I, I like to rant, too. <laughs> we both are ranty people. We are, but I'm, I'm glad you're taking the stage this time.
0: Well, I've been in the mood to rant about this ever well, since good. the Statler and Waldorf commercial. I'm glad you're getting your chance. It's my time to shine. It's a healthy thing to do. It's actually been shown to be pretty unhealthy to go on angry
1: rants, but mm, really oh, okay. for me,
0: I just, I just don't sleep well at night if I don't get, my, get a good rant into somebody about something.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'll
0: rant about anything just, just to get it out of my system. Helps with bowel movements, I think.
1: Okay, let's not talk about that. Let's keep going okay, on let's, Muppets let's now. Let's, let's stay with Sesame Street okay, then. Okay, yes.
0: So we have no confirmation at all from Sesame, to my knowledge. That Steve Whitmire is off Sesame Street. But we all kind of know it. We've all noticed yeah, that someone just... else has been playing Ernie for a long time now. So they might as well confirm it for us. But Sesame won't. Sesame never does. They don't confirm anything until we make them. And that's really freaking annoying. It's just like what happened with Bob McGrath. Except Whitmire hasn't done a panel with Guy Hutchinson yet. So we don't get to talk about this. That's we have... true.
1: It's true. We. Well, now you, hold you wanna on. You want to set this up? No, no, well, no, no, I was just going to say, we didn't find out uh, about Bob McGrath and the other guys until after they had already been let go. Mm-hmm. And then they did the panel talk in Miami, Florida with Guy Hutchinson. So let's keep an eye out for Steve Whitmire to pop up at a fan convention somewhere, because chances are Guy Hutchinson will be there because, as you know, he's everywhere. And so once he actually talks to Steve Whitmire, then we'll actually maybe we'll get some confirmation that he was also fired from sesame street it could, it could happen see that's the thing whenever guy hutchinson talks to someone
0: we get confirmation about how people were were let go or how they left a tv show just like how whenever no, i meet that, someone that's, you,
1: uh, you missed it you missed it every time someone talks to guy hutchinson they were just fired so oh people really should avoid talking to never mind never, okay that's those two dots probably shouldn't be connected. Go ahead, c- continue your rant
0: right. so for now, we have to pretend that Steve Whitmire being off Sesame is just a rumor, even though we're all we're all pretty darn short. now, in Sesame's defense, I can see how this move seems smart. Sesame Workshop is very careful about what kinds of stories they let the media spread because the media kinda loves to screw Sesame over in a way. Like, if it seems like there's anything scandalous in the news relating to Sesame, the press will eat it up. So, naturally, Sesame just kind of will avoid talking about anything remotely close to a conflict or controversy or, or a shrewd business decision. Think about it, when Bob and the gang left, there were people saying stupid things like, Sesame Street is supposed to be teaching kids kindness, and it wasn't very kind to fire those elderly gentlemen. Like, how do people think the TV business world works? Because that stuff, people were actually saying that kind of thing. People just forget that Sesame is a TV show, part of the entertainment industry, and they say crazy things about it because it's just too close to them for them to think rationally. Any news about Sesame that doesn't sound super happy just makes people lose their fricking minds. So this ultimately is a problem for them because it gets in the way of their message. They need to do whatever it takes to retain a positive image in order to survive in a world that sees puppets as a thing of the past. And firing Ernie, doesn't sound like a positive pair of words. Again, we don't know that Whitmire was fired from anything. We don't no, have any no. conf... We just don't know the nature of any of these departures. And knowing how much Steve Whitmire cares about the characters, you can make an argument either way here, just out of pure speculation, I think. but But, but you all know what I mean. Sesame doesn't want an ugly story getting out there, so they'll keep quiet about things that don't matter to their mission, which is, you know, they're, they're, they focus on what's actually doing good for the little children who don't really know who's performing Ernie and don't really need to know. The kids need to know how to function better in school, both socially, hence Julia and the kindness curriculum that you don't like, and educationally. That's Sesame's job. So they try to herd the press towards their stories about that stuff. That being said, Sesame needs to stop forgetting how much they owe their fans, okay? How much they owe to their supporters of all ages, cause we care, cause we give a darn. And those of us with fan sites give Sesame a heck of a lot of good press sometimes and we avoid stirring up trouble for them. It was Muppet fan sites who kept their mouths shut when the Kevin Clash story was big in the media because we're the ones who actually care about the people who make this show possible. So yeah, when one of their most important performers is recast, we deserve to freaking know about it so we can give them the respect they deserve. We may owe Sesame a lot, but they at least owe us this much. That's what I
1: have to say. Hey, JD. Yes, yeah, Steve? Why does God allow bad things to happen to good Muppets? Well, God
0: didn't do that when he was performed by Jerry Nelson, but since the recast... <laughs> I mean, Matt Vogel has just taken the character in a different direction, that's all.
1: <laughs> that was a good one that was good man yep. we got
0: lucky with that one
1: i've got a couple more chambered up by the way oh no oh yeah. darn
0: uh, you, yeah. you
1: prepared for this with a whole list of 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 hey jds no, I have a whole list that I continually add to. What are oh, you talking you've about? Oh, you just had this for months now. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my gosh! I'm. So, I, I've been so unprepared this whole time. <laughs> I've gone into every show so innocently, naively, blindly. Oh gosh. So okay, bullet number two: Matt Vogel will be the new performer of Kermit the Frog. We're just on bullet number two. What? It's only there are only three and I don't have any interest in okay. talking about the At third. At this one. point,
1: JD, I, I think I need to tell you I only have two hours to record tonight, all right. So I don't know for... how many chapters you have to this manifesto you've apparently composed, but uh let let let's get let's get to the cliff notes okay. Okay. Version well, of this. Okay.
0: For what it's worth, I've I've run out of
1: script for my rant, so the rest is just gonna be, well, be for, a few. For what other it's thoughts. worth, there's something happening here. And what it is ain't exactly clear. Thank you,
0: Steve. You're more than welcome. I see we're all just defaulting to song lyrics tonight when we don't know what to do, and I just don't know what to do with myself. Anyway, um, I'm feeling all right. How you feeling? I feel good. No, 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 no. I ain't feeling too good myself. So, Matt Vogel will be the new performer of Kermit the Frog, and um, I'm just wondering how this was all decided. I mean, because Brian Henson, I think, was the one who picked Steve Whitmire, from what I hear and read, back in the day. No, I think Jim picked
1: Steve Whitmire, quite honestly, right? I mean, as the story goes, Jim was teaching Steve how to do Kermit, because Jim was in talks with Eisner, you know, about wanting to go to Disney. I mean, he was... really. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm serious about this. Yes. Um, he had sort of taken Steve, uh, under the wing and started teaching him Kermit because he knew that he wanted to pass Kermit along and he, he wasn't going to pass him to Brian. Um, I don't know how or why, but he was going to pass him to Steve. So that training, I mean, it was nowhere near complete, you know, if we want to talk about Yoda and Luke Skywalker or something like that, the training was not necessarily complete, but, uh, more than a few steps had already been taken along that path. So,
4: How did Jim's untimely—I I don't
1: I've know because I've talked about, about it on the Muppet Cast several times. Really? But yes. Uh, where were you for the past seven years? Anyways, so uh, even though Jim passed away very suddenly, Steve basically had to just step up his game and really step into the role of Kermit uh, before he was. I mean, no one wants to take over a character in the way that he had to take Kermit over, but it wasn't just out of the blue that, you know, much like Elmo was tossed into the hands of Kevin and thank you for mentioning him. Uh, Kermit wasn't tossed into the hands of Steve in the same way.
0: Hmm. Okay. Did not know that. Yeah. So now what I don't know is if Matt had any training for this or if there were other people, because of course there was an understudy for Kermit for a while. And it wouldn't shock me. It really wouldn't. And yet you'd think there would be plenty of other people who were also pretty high up in the Muppet world who could do a pretty darn good
1: Kermit. Well, but remember, it's not just, as we've heard many a time, it's not just about the voice.
0: Right, but I I mean people high up in the the ranks of puppeteering, really good Mm. performers. So it's just I mean, I, we don't yeah. know what Kermit's what Matt Vogel's Kermit voice sounds like yet. I mean, I hear we'll find out soon enough, but, but yeah, fine. Yeah, well, we'll we'll find out soon enough. But Matt, just so you know, if you ever want any pointers on how to do Kermit's voice, hey, I, I give great lessons. I, I have given <sighs> a talk on how to do the voice of Kermit the Frog. If you want it to sound more like Jim, there's actually you've given
1: a, sp- a you've given a talk. What? Yeah. You didn't see the TED talk. No, I didn't see the... T- Never mind about that. Okay, so what's so, bullet point but, number three?
0: But but all that I'm wondering is, why, why wasn't this a reality show? They could have made it a competition <sighs> to see who would be the next Kermit the Frog. Oh my God, that would have been brilliant. I know, right? That would have been a great show. That would have been such a wonder... Oh, no, wait.
1: Hmm, what? No, what? I'm
0: just thinking, would anyone really want to see... Muppet performers behind the scenes or, or below the frame, oh, if you will, oh, especially uh, you with know, Matt Vogel
1: on it. Yeah, I, I don't
0: like, know. Like getting I, I don't into their real lives, on. watching no, them when they're just trying to eat a banana. I, I can't imagine anyone
1: watching that. And then occasionally they try to sing some songs or something. And, no. Nah, oh, no. gosh. Okay. I mean, I, I right. especially Never mind. Never
0: mind. can't imagine anyone walking to his class early in college so that he would be able to sit down instead of walking and just, just focus on watching the show live right before going into class at ah. 2 p.m. I certainly yeah. can't imagine anyone being that obsessive about a behind-the-scenes Muppet performer show. So nope. so that yep, yep. just wouldn't work. So whatever they did to choose Matt Vogel, I think they made the right choice. Um, of course, he may have also killed people off. We just Again... House of Cards. I think this would be a great, a great, uh, a show, a Muppet version of House of Cards, with Matt Vogel talking to the camera as he harasses the other Muppet. No, wait, that's below the frame again.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we haven't really gotten away from that yet. Below the frame. No.
0: Will he even have time to do that show next time around? Now.
1: But we have a character for it. Ooh. What? We have a character for the for the show though. Frank Underframe. Ah! Oh. Uh, oh, it's, oh. It's funny. No, No! Wow. never mind. Okay. Sorry about that.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, that that's what they used to call Frank Oz, which is why he hates the Muppets now.
1: Oh, that's why. Oh, okay. Are we going to get point. to him later? Oh, uh, we can talk about Frank Oz
0: later, sure. Okay. Okay, great. Great. Not that there's any Frank Oz news. Steve and I just love talking about Frank Oz. Oh, you guys have gosh. no idea.
1: It's the best. Yes. We're always okay.
0: talking about Frank. And and Steve, you saw the link to that. Uh, you, you you told me about this. I, I didn't know about it until I think you sent me the link. The video of Frank Oz talking with um, Leonard Maltin is now online.
1: Yes. And it's, it's really on YouTube. good.
0: You can all see it. It's so good. It's so cool. He makes Dave Gold stand up in the audience and then just stand there and stand there and sta- It's great. Um, it's it's p-
1: perfect, yes.
0: Bullet point number three is that we will be seeing Matt's first footage as Kermit in a Muppets Thought of the Week video. Way to come out with their strongest production, buddy. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some of their Muppets... Uh, did, did you see their recent... Okay,
1: but wait a minute. Wait, hold on now. Um, because mm. I think we, missed, we glossed over something. Um, okay... No, no, no. What I'm saying is, we will see Matt's first performance as Kermit the Frog this coming Friday. Now, they ain't going to tape that on Thursday night. Wait, Friday? This this has been... No, next week. Oh, okay. Even still, it's not like they record these videos. It's not like they, they fly everyone into the studio and record these every single week. They did a whole... Ba- this video has been in the hopper for a little while now, and I wonder just how long ago this actually, how long has Matt actually been Kermit? You know, I mean, we're just finding out about it now, but this could have been, this whole transition could have happened quite some time ago, and we just didn't know about it.
0: Well, you know, actually, if you were looking closely in below the frame, you would notice that the Kermit the Frog puppet was just sitting there in the background every time with a big sticker on it that said Matt Vogels. So oh, we okay. we had a clue all along. This has been yeah. Let's let's save the bit on the first footage of Kermit when we see the first footage of Kermit. Actually, it's interesting that it says Matt's first footage is Kermit because we don't know if they've taken Matt's footage, performing it, and used Steve's voice. So we could be really surprised by what's in this video just based on their careful wording here. But that's probably not going to happen. No. So anyway, I guess this is our Muppet News segment this time. Um, <laughs> here we are, right in the thick of Muppet news. Uh, so let's, brought to let's, you by Rantaroll. Yes, let's touch on let's touch on just a few other news stories, real briefly. First up, we have some more news about no. No, there's what? no way. Oh, well, they got what? me with this once before what? when they got me to report that Melissa McCarthy, what? you know, uh, Wait, wait, what? Uh, Melissa McCarthy of Edgar Bergen fame was yeah. involved in this movie and What movie? And, wait. What are you talking about? See, I acted like it was really news, but there's no way this is news. <laughs> Steve, what? Steve get this. Hold, get this. No, this this might be serious. No. What 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 are you talking about? Get this. There's what? been some development on Happy Time Murders. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <never> mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Right, When's your really release good. date, buddy? Yeah. Well, you fool me once. Oh, yeah. That's shame on that's, me. But, I, right. I mean, oh, Shame on you. Oh, I guess. Holy crap!
0: What? What? They actually have a release a release date. Get out of here! What? No. We do. According okay, well, According. To, what is it? What is it? According to um. Uh, according to Variety, because it's always Variety, isn't it though? The film is set to come out on August 17th, 2018. It will be produced by the Jim Henson Company and STX Entertainment. That's right. The company made famous for... And that's pretty cool. Um, any thoughts, Steve? Well, that's...
1: That's just over a year from now.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really soon in movie time. That's next summer. It is. And this is this summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's so what we, I got.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about something a little bit closer to your heart, Steve. The mothership. They're messing Uh. with Muppet Vision
1: 3D in Walt Disney World. I don't want to talk about this. No, no. Tough Things
0: reports that the front of the building has gotten a facelift, so the sign
1: has been replaced. It it now has a marquee
0: saying, now playing Muppet Vision 3D, thus removing Jim Henson's name. This also means that they can pretty quickly and easily swap out what's on the sign if they want to show something else in the theater. So there's very much of an implication from this design that the theater might be screening other productions at some point soon, but that's just just conjecture.
1: Um, The point is they're messing with the mothership and that's scary. You take a man's name off a building and then you can pretty much do, you're right, whatever you want to do with that building. It looks... it, it, It... Here's what. Here's the problem. Hold on. It's your turn to be ranty. Sorry, I am drinking straight vodka over this story. Um, mm. Once you're you're right. Once you take the name off the building, it, the marquee they put up there, and everyone have you can get on Tough Pigs or, or Muppet Mindset or maybe even Muppet Hub if you run out of choices. You can see the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, you can see the marquee. You can see how they've genericized the building it doesn't look like a show building anymore it looks like less of a show building than all their other show buildings so now the muppets get the shaft again from disney and the film is still there but it's along with the marquee which again they could put anything on at this point they have these two oh they they have distinguished the building by these two big uh canvas banners that are just kind of hanging alongside the building which could be, of course, taken apart tomorrow if they want, but they they invested all this money ostensibly in revamping the Muppet Courtyard, right? They we have Pizza Rizzo now. They built that up.
0: I've heard it's. We nice. have
1: uh, it, it's. Yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. They have. I hear
0: the pizza is crappy, but it's the pizzas. Nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pizza is crappy, but uh, it's good. I mean, it's yeah. We have the Gonzo bathrooms. Um, My so, favorite! Isn't so that nice. such
0: an exciting ride?
1: An attraction unto itself. Think, it's a great a ride, think, you know?
0: Yeah, a lot of people think it's just a bathroom, but no, if you sit on the right toilet, it's there's there's actually, you go underground, there's a roller coaster. It's, it's the only huge secret attraction. You have to read the right books about how to really experience the secrets of the park, yeah, and, yeah. and collect all the hidden Mickeys, and then you can then
1: do the thing. It's great. It can be a wild ride, depending, you know, and, and there's not even a safety harness. Anywhere in there, so there is. And um, if, if just be careful about really big drops
0: in the ride because right, that can yes. make such a big splash.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got to watch that. Uh, it could be a water ride if you're not careful. Uh-huh. So uh, that we spent all this money doing this, and we're subtracting from the building now. We took out the uh, the big balloon, the big you know Kermit head balloon that was on on top of the building, and now we've taken everything that distinguishes it as a Muppet facade from the front of the building. I mean, I I know that it wasn't a whole bunch of stuff they took off the front of the building, but they took off something that had Jim Henson's signature. And I think they're kind of rebranding the film as not being Jim Henson's Muppet Vision 3D, but rather just Muppet Vision 3D. Now, I haven't seen the pre-show more recently to, to tell what's in there or not. Maybe if someone who's been out there could get word back to us, um, it, I think uh, it's either me, M-E, at MuppetCast.com or at MuppetHub.com. Take your pick there, but let us know if you've been there recently. Uh, we would actually honestly really like to know. But they've done all this stuff to it, and it's it's a little worrisome, yes, because all of this could be gone tomorrow. It's so bizarre. It really it's, is.
0: It's just the back and forth in that area. I don't more like More or less, more or less. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it's like when everything finishes up and moves along a little bit better. But lastly, we have some very significant news about none other than Kirk Thatcher. That's right. Kirk Thatcher, the director of many a Muppet production and the guy who played the punk on the bus in Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Captain so,
1: Kirk Thatcher. Exactly. Not, not Captain Kirk. But no, no, no. But he wears a, a captain's hat. He does. He is a captain. He is a captain. So Kirk. many other hats. He wears a captain's hat. So many other hats
0: too. Just mm-hmm. so many hats. He directs
1: a lot of films so, and, and movies so and so much hair.
0: So anyway, uh, Mr. Thatcher makes a very brief appearance in the new Spider-Man movie in theaters now. He seems to be playing something like a shaggy homeless man or something, and, and he's just on screen for a second. But he's playing he's... Shaggy. No, no, he's a, he's a man who is. Harry and 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 uh, a little bit. Well, uncouched. I know he's he's a man who is hairy, but is he playing Shaggy in the movie? Is my question. He is not playing Shaggy in the movie.
1: Oh, okay, all right, it's confusing.
0: What's interesting about this cameo, though, is what he's holding. He has a big radio that's about the same size as the one he was holding as the punk on the bus in Star Trek IV. That means, wait for it, Kirk Thatcher's character in Star Trek IV also exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that means, yes, that's right, the Star Trek Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe are the same one. Mind blown. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Do I win the episode now?
1: Hey, JD. Yeah, Steve? You think the Prairie Dawn will ever be allowed to vote?
0: I'm having a hard time with this one, Steve. <laughs> no, I just, it's such a random question. You want to think about it and come back to that one? There's not even a setup for a joke there. <laughs> there's not even, it's not, it's not like a, it's a, it's a funny question or it's an awkward question.
1: It's just What like, if they staged a little like women's march kind of thing on Sesame Street? Because they parody, you know, real life, like, pop culture stuff. They parody the, the news all the time. What right, if they had a little just, women's I march think on Sesame Prairie Street? Ga-
0: pra- Prairie Dawn's going to stay a little girl forever, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think... It would be like if Big Bird voted. Wearing like, little hats? He's six. I, well, I, I can see them... Uh, don't get me wrong. I can see them doing a, a women's march on Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. Sesame Street would do that kind of thing. Right. And but i don't see prairie dawn i don't know maybe she could have like a megaphone screaming for votes for little muppet children uh huh particularly the female ones that could yeah that could work yeah. why wh- what what made you think of this one why did uh, this one make its way onto
1: the list let's hear just, about
0: the decision process of steven swanson d-
1: just had to knock you off the horse that's all
0: then you suck <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so that Kirk Thatcher thing was cool. I got it confirmed because I suggested that he was the same guy from Star Trek IV on, on a Facebook post. And then Kirk Thatcher liked my comment, which is totally a confirmation that what I said is absolutely true. This is now canon. Um, you can thank me. So I do believe I've won the episode. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I might have to give you that one there. Oh, and I also win this commercial
3: break. Greetings from the management of MuppetHub.com. We at Muppet Hub are proud to be presenting the following message from the management of jdhansel.com. Greetings from the management of jdhansel.com. We at Hank Slabin Enterprises are proud to be presenting a new podcast series, Cool Night with J.D. Hansel. This music-based production gives your friendly neighborhood J.D. his own radio show for playing great music. In this great new program we explore the sounds that fit the aesthetic of night whether it's the classic easy listening classics from the 1950s or the technological sounds of the future if it matches the moonlight you'll hear it on cool night Gosh, what a load of cheesy crap. Uh, listen to great artists like Brian Wilson, Aretha Franklin, Bob Seeger, Hart, Hella Fitzgerald, Billy Joel, Electric Light Orchestra, and so many more. All without paying a dime. And for legal reasons, don't tell your friends about the not paying a dime part. Don't don't tell anyone about it, please. Uh, just enjoy it while it lasts and we'll hope for the best. Visit jdhansel.com slash pod and start listening today. jdhansel.com. We're an already established brand.
0: So, so you remember when I said that I had a new unexpected roommate for the summer because my official roommates, um, they were letting this, this rather cute girl stay in the apartment? Yeah, it turns out I was actually wrong about that. She, she was only there for a couple of days, but I didn't know that because she and my roommate spoke Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish, so I I had no idea what was going on. The point is, now I have the place to myself, and it should sound nice and quiet for recording for the next few weeks. I I just wanted to let you listeners know that and keep you in the loop before Steve gets back from the bathroom, because he would have given me too hard a time about this if he heard it. But anyway, it's time for Phone a Friend. Joining me now is Jared Fairclough from The Muppet Mindset. He hates me. Sure do. Now, I trust you've heard about the new Kermit the Frog reboot?
4: Aw, dude just a tad
0: yeah yeah so so they've rebooted Kermit the Frog they gave him to Kristen Newman to retool the character a little bit uh now he's going to have fewer monologues to the camera uh but let's let's be honest here let's be serious um to be perfectly honest I'm just done with Capaldi's Kermit I mean I I don't think it's Capaldi himself it's mostly Stephen Moffat once they get a new writer for Kermit things will be just as great as they were back in the days of the 10th Kermit uh, and the early 11th Kermit I think what do you think
4: I, I like him in a fez. Provided he wears a fez from now on, I'll be happy.
0: Right. Yeah, same here. So so in all seriousness, though, I, I don't want to ask you anything about this subject that it wouldn't be, you know, uh, appropriate for us to be talking about. But mm-hmm. I- if it's all right for me to ask this, what is Matt Vogel's social security number?
4: 59Q, uh, smiley face, and then there's a couple of at signs.
0: So, how do you think this transition from one Kermit the Frog to another is going to be different from the transition from Jim Henson to Steve Whitmire, particularly in terms of like the public reception of it?
4: Look, I think this will come in two waves. Um, like we've announced this news, you know, I'd say it's almost ten hours ago now, um, and it's already taken off. It's become quite big, and I've seen it. it's been on the Hollywood Reporter. It's been on Time. Uh, but I think it'll come in two waves. Uh, next week, the very first Kermit video with Matt is coming out, and I think that's when the general public is going to really first take notice. Now, I was only—I wasn't even one when Jim Henson passed away, so I don't know what happened when Steve took over and the um, and the response that that had and also it would have been a completely different type of response because now on the internet everyone gets a say rather than back in 1990 when you know a very select handful uh handful sorry did i'm hoping because it's Matt Vogel that everyone's going to be nice and happy and give him the benefit of the doubt um i i with the response so far in the last 10 hours pretty much everybody has said how happy they are for Matt um, while obviously being sad that Steve's gone, I think we'll be okay. I hope we'll be okay. I know Matt's a little bit uh, nervous about the fan reaction. Um, I've spoken to him a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but we should be pretty right.
0: All right, cool. Do you have, do you have high hopes for Matt's Kermit then?
4: I have very high hopes for Matt's Kermit. I've heard, I haven't seen anything of his yet. I've heard that he's uh, done a fantastic job.
0: So what will you do if he lets down those high hopes? What if he sucks? What's our plan then?
4: I'm not allowing myself to think like that.
0: Yeah, I know. I was I was just trying to throw you under the bus to see what would happen with a terrible, terrible question that uh, that I shouldn't you're ask. You're a bad person. I know, but it's just, well, it, it's kind of a given that Matt Vogel's pretty great, so I'm not really, I'm not really exactly worrying right. about He's this one. He's the king
4: one. of recasts.
0: He is the king of recasts. It's it's as as I've been discussing with Steve, a little bit terrifying, but yeah,
4: he is because it's Matt of all people. We know, and I wrote this in my article, but pun intended. Kermit's in good hands.
0: Bump bump bump. Yeah, I, I think the important thing here to remember, and I think our fandom tends to remember it pretty well, is that it's not we're not dedicated to the legacy of Antron Fleece. We're dedicated to the people who do great work. And Steve Whitmire is one of those people, so we want to be as respectful to him as we can right now. We have to be appreciative of uh, his sheer awesomeness and everything he's given to these characters, and we also have to do this without making it sound like we don't have respect for Disney's authority or anything like that, and without making it sound like uh, Matt Vogel is in the wrong. We have to be really supportive of Matt Vogel right now at the same time because he's one of us. He too is one of the Muppet fans giving his all to continuing the legacy of Jim Henson as best as possible. And that that really deserves some love.
4: And that's that's a very good way of putting it. I think my main thing at the moment is making sure that Matt's okay and making sure that Matt gets the respect and time to sort of adjust that he needs.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Any final thoughts, Jared?
4: Um, Look, I'd like to see a woman doctor. um, Mm -hmm. But uh, besides that, no, nothing.
0: Well, the tricky thing about that is that you want to make sure that the person who is cast as the new doctor is the right person, regardless of gender. That's the thing.
4: I completely agree.
0: So since we're on the same page, this concludes Phone a Friend. I'll see you next time, Jared. Yeah, don't call me again. Okay, Steve, are you, uh, you back from the bathroom yet, buddy?
1: Uh, JD, I've been here the whole time. Remember, going to the bathroom is your shtick, not mine. So I actually I haven't gone anywhere.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, I guess you're. Uh, yeah. you're right about
1: that. Did you hear all that? Yeah, I I did actually hear all that, JD.
0: Well, did you hear that it's time for a brand new Bad Muppet Theater segment? The Muppet Hub Community Theater is very proud to present the new audio play by award-winning writer J.D. Hansel, Letters to Frank, starring the award-winning actor. what? Oh. Starring actor
1: Steve Swanson. Dear Frank Oz, why don't you like the Muppets anymore? We Muppet fans really like the Muppets, and we really like you. You're such a great performer, and we just want to hear more of your interviews and videos and things talking about Jim Henson and the Muppets. That'd be great. You're great. With love, the Muppet fans.
0: Dear Muppet fans,
2: I don't know. I don't really think that many people would care. You know,
0: I'd rather just forget about that for a while and talk about film directing instead. Signed, Frank
1: Oz. Dear Frank Oz, But we do. We do care. There are a lot of us who care. We care a lot. You've seen us. Many times. You've talked to us. You, you've told us you aren't going to do The Voice. And we understand, well, most of us understand. You know we're real. We care. We really do. Love, The Muppet Fans. Dear Muppet Fans, Yeah, but I don't see why anyone should kick. I, I, I mean, I know
0: we did great work, but it was just like working at the grocery store. You don't think about it much, you know?
1: Signed, Frank Oz. Dear Frank Oz, no, I I really have no idea what any of that means or how that's even coherent. Now please shut up and let us love you. Love the Muppet fans. Dear Muppet fans, no, you shut up and let me love Jar Jar Binks. Signed, Frank Oz. Dear Frank Oz, oh yeah, yeah. Well, what if we don't, huh? Huh? Love the Muppet fans. Then I will rip your f***ing balls off. Dear Frank Oz. Okay.
0: It is now time for a brand new segment, You Must Choose. Not a Muppet reference, sadly, but still um, cool enough. Anyway, in this segment, I give Steve a selection of Muppety things to choose from, and he picks his favorite. So, we in America recently celebrated Independence Day. So take that, rest of the world. We beat you. Ha! Anyway, since most of the Muppets are American, they produced a number of Fourth of July videos over the years. Most recently... This past 4th of July, the Muppets Muppets released a video on their YouTube channel with Sam Eagle becoming tearful as Floyd, Janice, and Walter bring him to tears with a surprisingly moving rendition of the National Anthem. This is somewhat similar to a video the Muppets released on the same date two years prior in which the Muppets tried to provide music to back up Sam Eagle's annual patriotic recitation but end up drowning out the sound of Sam. In 2009, Sam gave a similar presentation with the Muppets in a video called Stars and Stripes Forever, which was the first Vermup video, the first in that whole series of Muppet viral videos that led to, like, the Bohemian Rhapsody and Ode to Joy and stuff. Um, Also in that series was Sam Eagle's attempt at recording a cover of American Woman as a tribute to the Statue of Liberty. So, Steve, now you must choose your favorite America-themed Muppet video made for the Internet. A. Stars and Stripes Forever, B, American Woman, C, that 4th of July message from a few years ago, D, that 4th of July message from a few days ago, or E, Battle Hymn of the Elevator.
1: Hmm. Okay. It feels like they've made the same video over and over and over again or some form of it. It's not exactly all the same characters, but it's the same idea. All right? It's some patriotic song, which, of course, makes a lot of sense for July 4th. However, uh, three out of those five videos were virtually identical. It was Mm -hmm. some form of Battle Hymn of the Republic and Sam Eagle, like, crying or reacting to it or trying to be serious, or, you know, he's trying... It's all about Sam Eagle and Battle Hymn of the Republic. Um, Which brings me back to the idea of uh are we just out of ideas? Are we just going to keep doing these little things on the internet just to say they've been there? Feel free to cut me off anytime JD, but Yeah, I'd know, like to cut you off because we're actually supposed to be you're supposed to be making a
0: choice here about oh, what's your favorite oh my, okay, 4th of July all right, all muppet all right. video.
1: Okay, fine, 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 fine. Um <clears throat> So let's talk about Sam Eagle for a minute, though, because no, I... No,
0: no, you must choose.
1: Okay, fine. Um, okay, but if you're going to use an elevator... You for a, must choose. Okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. Um,
0: What were you even trying to say about elephants? Like, well, how was that even remotely No, elevators.
1: Relevant? Elevators, not elephants. Those are oh. very different things, JD. No, but if I must... Do I, do I have to choose you must choose. Okay, fine. Um because it spawned a great No, no, no. I, this is my choice. This is my choice. Uh because it spawned a great line of Muppet YouTube videos, in all seriousness, I am going to choose the one from 2009, which I don't know what it was, what it's called. Um but Stars it's the one, and
0: Stripes Forever.
1: Yeah, it, I think it's the one with like the Constitution or the Bill of Rights in the background and it's- yep. it's Yeah, yeah the it's hot that dog
0: one. in the background, that's a it's fun the, one.
1: Yeah, the, the 2009 one. So, are, are we gonna like, are we gonna play that one? Or, we did I just well, I get haven't to choose decided it and the game's yet over? Because,
0: well, be, I haven't decided yet because actually your answer was incorrect. The correct answer is Battle Hymn of the Elevator. Oh
1: man, I was so close. So I don't close. know which one we
0: should play because well Battle Hymn of the Elevator for those of you who don't remember is that great video in which uh, That's Kermit, from the old muppets.com, right? It's from the old muppets.com. This Which was, was
1: great. I loved the old muppets.com. Uh, okay, no, so okay. I those I, videos were great. Now the website we can talk about, but that website gave us topo sticky
0: the the website gave us good videos and the to uh, what was the point of Topo Sticky? I what loved Topo. Like- what was wrong with Topo Sticky? He was fantastic. He was what a great was, little character. What was that character? I don't remember him being in anything else. What was no, his point? it, it
1: doesn't have, it was a popsicle stick with eye, little googly eyes and a funny little yeah, voice that's been and dumb. he said stuff. Right. That's it was been funny. Dumb. It was great. No, it okay, fine. Anyways, we are not going to play the elevator one because it's just the Muppets humming. And incrementally getting a little more intense. But if you're not if you're not watching the video, which they can if because everyone listening here is a friend of you on Facebook. So just go to JD's That's Facebook. page. And if you're not his friend, then friend request him and he will gladly add do you as a friend that. on his page. And then you can watch that video. But I do not talk to strangers. The one we're going <laughs> to play is the one I picked, the Sam Eagle one. Go. World Wide Web? Is there a way to put this on just the American part? Hmm?
2: Oh, greetings. Today, I, Sam, the American Eagle, am here to offer you something never before seen on the internet, culture, morality, and patriotism. You may proceed. (laughs) ba 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 We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice. (sighs) Wait a minute, i memorized memorize this part. Oh yes, and keep the world safe from weirdos have brought forth that uh, never mind <seventies> <recycled sounds> It was terrible. Horrendous.
0: I'm offended. I'm appalled. So what are we gonna do? Well, what else? Email it to everybody we know. Good idea. And now it's time for a toast and a toast. <coughs> yep, that's right. A toast and a toast. See, we don't have anyone we need to roast tonight. We just want to say thanks to Steve Whitmire and and Matt Vogel. So We do, st- yes. Steve, you've prepared your thank you speech?
1: I have. <clears throat> It's an interesting time to be a Muppet fan. In fact, shit, I don't have anything. Ah, I see, can't believe I can't think of anything. Ah. You were banking on me to cut you off, I reckon, which
0: I wasn't gonna do. I just kinda I wanted know, to see you're where, just that, gonna let me where sit, that train
1: man. crashed. Um, all right, let me, tr- no, I, okay. Do it again.
0: Okay. Um, and now a thank you speech from Steve Swanson. <clears throat>
1: Here to help me with that speech is my good friend, J.D. Hansel. J.D., why don't you begin by saying a few remarks about uh, Mr. Whitmire and Mr. Vogel, and I'll uh, I'll go after you. Oh, gosh, I didn't
0: write anything about this part. <laughs> I ran out of time to write this script. Oh, I've been well, freaking writing
1: all day long in a see, panic, I was hoping ready. you were going to have, because then I was going to, oh, man, okay, um... Hmm, see, well. I thought
0: you were gonna do it. You thought I was gonna do it. No, well, you thought like, I like, was and, gonna. And, I was
1: gonna. You were gonna. Uh. And we've
0: done the Gift of the Magi again. We oh, keep doing man, that. Oh look at us.
1: Jeez. All right. Wow, well. that's just a
0: sign that you and I are really good friends.
1: But okay, let's. We well,
0: we can. We well, can. Well, thank you,
1: Steve, mm. and thank you, Matt, for for really both of you guys for everything. And and Steve, you know, best of luck. I'm sure we're gonna. I'm, this is not the last we're going to see of Steve Whitmire. I am fairly confident okay you i'm glad that you're confident about that
0: and i'd really like to be confident about that but we very very rarely in the muppet fan world get the opportunity to give really nice tributes to people at a time when they're
1: still here to hear those really nice tributes so you know the worst part of this yeah i mean kermit will continue but Our, i think you'll i think you can agree with me on this jd because you again you and i think a lot alike on yeah. many things um The worst part of this is, I think this is the last we've seen uh, of Bean Bunny. And that's a a loss, I think, for the Muppet universe. It's very true.
0: I mean, we at Muppet Hub have been petitioning for a sequel to Tale of the Bunny Picnic that takes place in the time period of the old Bean Bunny. Well, that,
1: yes, absolutely. In which he turns
0: into an actual dragon, mm-hmm. yep. and that and we, dragon is then slain, and then that turns into a sequel to the movie Legend.
1: Right. I think we've, we've really missed out on the, uh, the Bean Metamorphosis trilogy. That's, um, that's very sad for all of us, I It think. is a pity. It is a pity. It's a shame. Um,
0: but that, that brings up an interesting, serious topic, though. What is going to mm-hmm. happen to characters like Rizzo? Because Rizzo's voice is so close very to Very particular to Steve Whitmire. It's a yes, very it Steve Whitmire-y voice. So I don't know what's going to happen to Rizzo. But I, 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 I do know. want to very seriously actually say thank you, thank you, thank you, Steve Whitmire for, for so many years of such great work. Because yes.
3: Steve yes. Whitmire
0: started out as a fan like one of us. And it's another one of those great stories of a fan who who rose up in and and over time got to become uh, one of the most important characters in in the Muppet world. It's really just right. amazing, and it's a beautiful story. And here's the thing about I said here's the thing again. The thing about Steve Whitmire is that. At first, when I was younger, I may have been a little bit uneasy about his Kermit the Frog because it wasn't Jim's. And it's a darn shame that Steve Whitmire has gone 27 years of being called the new Kermit the Frog. But eventually what I found about Steve is that just about every time I watch one of his performances in a TV show, in, in a movie, in, a, in like a two-minute clip on TV, whatever it is, he always finds a new way of impressing me. He'll find some new hand gesture that I didn't think was even possible to do with arm wires. I mean, Steve Whitmire just kept developing the craft and developing it, and I mean, he was he was really like. After Frank Oz left, we needed someone who could be the best puppeteer ever, and who would also be so so dedicated to making sure that Disney and the the other powers that be make sure that these characters are handled properly. He was that guy. Steve Whitmire really, really wanted to make sure that the characters were not just performed well, but that they were handled well as a property. Yes. He made such good sure of that because he was a fan. He cared about the fans. And that's the other thing about Steve. He was one of those people who remembered fans. He cared about fans. And I, well, hopefully he still does. Love you, Steve. (laughs) Remember me at some point. Um (laughs) Yeah, Steve Whitmire really is just fantastic. He's he's one of those people you could just sit and listen to talk forever. Again like oh Frank gosh. Oz. Oh my
1: Uh hey. Yeah. So the parallels. Wait. They should go on a little speaking tour. Maybe uh, Oh my god. Maybe Steve Whitmire is finally the man who can convince Frank Oz uh-huh. to start talking Muppets and they can tour the country doing like a little uh, like a little talk kind of thing.
0: A road trip. Right. With guy hutchinson this could be like a buddy talk. Movie. oh
1: my gosh yeah he can host the panels and they can drive across the country in a studebaker uh-huh and you know that that's a dumb idea never mind no that, there's nothing you can make out of that that's, yeah, that's, that's a, oh, you're right, because that's basically just
0: below the frame again. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Keeps coming back, back to down. that. Don't you hate that? yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah Steve Whitmire has, um, he, he has really inspired me. He has, he's given me a lot of hope for, um, gosh, I'm actually really tearing up right now. I really am. This is just weird. I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting to ever have to say.
1: Can we cue the orchestra?
0: Goodbye. Shut up. Shut up. I wasn't expecting to have to say goodbye to Steve being Kermit right now, so soon, or in this way. I honestly thought that he would probably be performing Kermit longer than Jim Henson performed Kermit because he made it to 27 years. That's amazing.
1: That is amazing. For anyone to do anything in entertainment, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, Jim performed Kermit from about 54 to 1990. So, gosh, I am not good enough at math. That's what, 46 years? No. Yeah, no. 36. Yeah. So Steve had less than 10 years to go before he actually would have beaten Jim. And they still would have called him the new guy. He would, I know. That's so annoying. That's really, really annoying. Like, right now... Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to tell all the world you are free to call Matt Vogel the new guy. But if you call <gasps> Steve right. w- But if you call Steve Whitmire the new guy, now you are objectively wrong. That's the that's that's probably the best news that's come of this. Yeah. is that all of those morons are objectively wrong. And, and, and what re- here's what really ticked me off. Okay. When people said that, when people would say, oh, I don't know that he's done The Voice as well as, as in other movies. I thought The Voice was closer in, in Muppet Christmas Carol because I've heard people say stuff like that. And it's like, no. Steve Whitmire, at a certain point, by the time you get to the 2011 Muppet movie, he wasn't just doing Kermit. He was Kermit. His Kermit the Frog was the voice of Kermit the Frog. It wasn't about him attempting to do Jim Henson's Kermit the Frog. He couldn't- Steve Whitmire could not be bad at doing Kermit the Frog's voice because his Kermit the Frog voice was the Kermit the Frog voice. And now, as weird as it is, we might have to start transitioning to a Matt Vogel Kermit the Frog voice that we'll eventually have to accept as the real Kermit voice. That's gonna be strange. That's going no, to be strange, be because be we're used yes. to having like a whole spectrum of of Kermit the Frog voices that are acceptable, whether it's the 1950s Kermit, the Muppet Show Kermit, the very late 80s Kermit voice, because eventually Jim Henson pretty much just stopped doing a voice and just did his own voice for Kermit, just enunciated more, spoke louder, um, and then diff- uh, the young Steve Whitmire Kermit and the new Steve Whitmire Kermit. Um, we're used to having that whole spectrum. And we're about to hear a voice coming in that's a very familiar voice, which is going to make it kind of weird and uncanny, but that that is, is not quite within the same spectrum necessarily. That's going to be very strange. I'm going to have to learn to do a whole new Kermit the Frog impression. Um, in fact, here to comment on that is uh, is Jim Henson's Kermit. Jim Henson's Kermit? Uh, yeah, well, I think that uh, that Matt's work is just uh, it's really lovely. And uh, I, I expect nothing but uh, uh, great things from him in his future. Yeah, and and Steve Whitmire's Kermit? Yeah, what uh, 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 what he said was uh, great. Yeah, I'll just uh, repeat that. So so yeah, there you go. It's support from everyone. So we're all very supportive of Matt Vogel. It's so sad to see Steve Whitmire go. It really does. <sighs> I I really don't know what to say about what to say about this. It's it's such a it is a it is a genuine shock for me. I don't know I think it would hit me a lot harder if not for the fact that I kind of suspected this was coming for the past few months, but man, I just he's he was even one of the best singing voices. Like whenever whenever you heard Steve Whitmire's singing, him and Dave Goals, they had they their vocals have always contributed something really really nice to those harmonies and everything about Steve Whitmire I'm going to miss. And I, I do hope we see more of him in the future. But that's not to say that we are not very, very happy for Matt Vogel. Am I right, Steve? Hey, JD.
1: <sighs> yeah, Steve? You ever feel like a circle in a spiral, like a wheel within a wheel It's never-ending or beginning or on a never-spinning reel, like a snowball down a mountain or a, or a carnival balloon, like a carousel that's turning, running rings around the moon? Or maybe like a, like a clock that's whose hands are sweeping past the minutes of its fates, and the and the world's like an apple whirling silently in space, like a like the circles that you find, you know, within the within, you're not going to type that fast within the wheels of your mind. Or maybe like a tunnel that you follow to a tunnel of its own, down to a like a hollow little cavern where the sun has never shone. Like a or maybe like a door that keeps revolving in a half forgotten dream, or or the ripples from a pebble that someone tosses in a stream. Well, like the circles that you find, the windows on your mind. I think so Steve but but have you ever heard the
0: wolf cry to the blue corn moon or asked the grinning bobcat why he <laughs> grinned
1: can you sing with all the voices of the mountains Woo! can you paint with
0: all the colors
1: of the wind I can and I make happy little trees with them <laughs> Well played uh-huh.
0: man there we are, no are mistakes. Getting... only we happy were... accidents we just volleyed very well, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Swanson. Woo! That's right. JD Hansel, folks. Oh, thank you. So, who won this episode? I think you still won. Did I still win? Because I confirmed that the Star Trek universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, that was are a good. You just
1: in, in in rant quality overall. I think you did very well this time. I would maybe half your dosage of Ranterol next time, but apart from That's that, fair. this was this was very good. Yes. Yeah,
0: I think that this episode was probably
1: a bit better than last episode. So, Steve, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me over at MuppetCast.com. All the episodes are still there, so MuppetCast.com. My email address is me, M-E, at MuppetCast.com. If you have any comments or questions about the Muppets, the MuppetCast, or anything else, the Facebook page is Facebook.com slash MuppetCast, and the Twitter feed and Instagram are both at MuppetCast. I'm J.D. Hansel of MuppetHub.com. You can find me at MuppetHub.com.
0: That's right, MuppetHub.com. Send an email to me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com. You can find us on Facebook as MuppetHub, and you can find us on Twitter as MuppetHub now, I think. I haven't figured out what to do with the at address because it has been at New Muppet Show from back when we were doing Let's Talk Muppets about the New Muppet Show. So that might change, but if you want to follow me personally, I'm at JD11PC. And I've just started using my Instagram again, because I kind of forgot that was a thing that existed, but I'm going to try it again, because I want to be cool like all of them young right. posters and millennials and stuff. So sure, at yeah, JD11PC. At JD11PC. All and right. that, well, that about wraps up this show. Anything else to add, Steve? Nope, I'm Steve Swanson. And I'm JD Hansel, but soon I'll be Matt Vogel.
2: and some choose to believe it i know they're wrong wait and see someday we'll find it the rainbow connection the lovers the dreamers and me on the morning star. Somebody thought of that, and someone believed it. Look what it's done so far. What's so amazing that keeps us star gazing? And what do we think we might see? Dreamers and me, all of us under its spell. sound that calls the young sailors, the voice might be one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it, it's something that I'm supposed to be.
1: Okay, but if you're gonna use an elevator, you for a...
0: must
1: choose. <laughs> I can't. <do> <laughs> oh, did you? Is this? Did you plan for it to be this? Because this is great. No, I'm just oh.
0: responding to.
1: No, this is you. perfect. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna pull it back. The one we're going to play is the one I picked, the Sam Eagle one. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay with that? I'm great with that. That's fantastic. That was hilarious. Let's do that every time. <laughs> Wait, you
0: mean do that segment or do yes, you make Yes, that's a great game, game. Are angry? you kidding me? That's, that was
1: hilarious.
0: What was hilarious about it apart from what you added to it that I wasn't planning on at all?
1: Yes, that's exactly what, like, you, you came up with a, with a great idea for the game. And then I, in my typical fashion, derailed you and we, it became even funnier, I think.
0: Yeah, that worked even better than what I had planned.
1: Yeah, so let's just do, you come up with a you must choose every time, I will waffle through it, you get mad at me and yell at me, and then we'll pick something.
0: That could get repetitive.
1: No, I don't think, let's try it a couple times and see. I think
0: that would make it seem like we're taking the same basic premise about the same character and just doing it over and over again with variation, almost like those Sam Eagle videos they put out every 4th of July.
1: No, I think this... Let's give it a couple whirls and I think it'll work.
0: Okay.
2: Should we click on this dig button? Absolutely. Let's keep digging till this thing is buried. Oh!